redo this. We're gonna redo this. We're gonna redo this. They oh, know. I lost it. I looked over. I can't deal with this. Welcome to Fluent Grace, a podcast for students about speaking the gospel into the everyday, ordinary stuff of life. You've got questions, we've got answers. Or at least we will search the scriptures and see how the gospel of grace should inform a response to the questions you have. We love Jesus and we love students, and we hope students will grow to love Jesus more as they encounter Jesus' amazing love for them. Our music for the show is Felix Culpa by King's Kaleidoscope. What's up, podcast peoples? We are actually back. I knew, I know you thought it would never happen, and deep down, you probably thought the virus got us, but it did not. We're still yet. here. Yet, it didn't get us yet. And actually, if I'm being honest, it might have gotten Colin because he's not here. That's just true. That's just true. Uh, so, and actually, this gets worse as I think about it. He's at the hospital right now. So, y'all pray for dear brother the Colin as he is walking the halls of the virus infected building known as the hospital. It's true. Me and Tim are over here trying to plan out how to get out to Seattle. So. Still doing that. I think every week, every podcast for the past like two months, we've been working on it mm-hmm. and it uh, still hasn't happened. Flights are real cheap. They are. So if anybody want to make, make a donation to Tyler's LLC, mm-hmm. uh, we will guarantee that they will be used for a trip to Seattle and a live podcast. Live podcast in Seattle. Yeah. West so, Coast Edition. Sounds pretty sweet to me. That's right. I mean, we you, all we need is somebody to chip in. I mean, was it 300 bucks for both of us to fly round trip? Yeah, round trip. I could get to Seattle and back 300 bucks. Okay, so we need $600, people, for both of us to go. Sorry, the Colin, you're not here, so you don't get to go. Yeah, but he's working right now, so he has money. Oh, true, true. We're technically not working right now. I'm a minister. I'll never have money. That's right. <laughs> so, welcome in. Episode number, I don't even know what we're on. We've been missing so much. and I think we recorded one a few weeks ago that never got published, so I may put that out just as a bonus episode that are you never heard. podcast questions? They are not. Uh, they are questions from students, though, about... Oh, okay. Bible type things. Anyway, so here we are, episode, I think it's 37. Welcome in, Fluent Grace Podcast. Glad you're here with us. We have probably regressed in our ability to do this well, so for that we apologize. True. What are we talking about today, Tim? Uh, What else would you talk about? The The year. Nah, we're not going to talk about the Rona. That's depressing. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to talk about 2020. That's even more depressing. (laughs) Yeah, why focus on just like one little piece of depression in 2020 when you can focus on the whole thing? I shared my thoughts about 2020 on uh, my Facebook the other day. I said I'd rather hang out in a porta potty at a music festival than repeat 2020. I saw that. That was gold. That's just true, man. That was gold. And have you ever been to porta potty at a music festival? I've been in a porta potty at a uh, obstacle course race. Okay. Well, it's even is- worse at a music festival. We a bunch of sweaty hippies just all the weird smells it's terrible terrible i don't know porta potty and obstacle course race where they just like you know ran eight miles and are now losing everything they had for the past four meals Uh, that is true that's pretty bad too that's probably yeah yeah 
Uh, so anyway, what we will end up talking about is how the gospel affects our response to 2020. How about that? <laughs> it's the only thing that can affect it. They can affect it positively. <laughs> positively, that's right. Right, right. Because uh, right. if you don't have the gospel in 2020, you are straight up screwed. And you, it was so funny is like 2020 was like supposed. You know, you saw it on everybody's Facebook. 2020 is the year of fresh starts. 2020 is my year of uh, proclamation, and I'm gonna I'm gonna proclaim this year is the Lord's favor. And the Lord's like, hey, watch this. <laughs> I remember us talking the first time we did this in 2020. We were ripping a little bit on the folks that had like a word for 2020. Oh, you remember my, that? Yes. What's your word now? <laughs> <laughs> for real. We, we would have to censor everybody's words right now. Oh, you'd have a constant beep, 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 beep. Maybe that's the word, beep. Oh, that is true. That's good. 2020's word is beep. Can you edit in a good beep? I can. We should do that. So there you go. If If your word for 2020... Uh, would get censored with a beep. <laughs> you were right along with most everybody You're else. You're a good company. Right. Yeah, most everybody else on the planet. So notwithstanding, though, right, the gospel should affect that. So uh, we'll get in there. We'll talk about that. But before we do, dude, don't eat. Someone gave me that. Someone gave me that. And I'm like, I'm going to put it there. All right. <laughs> I just glanced out. I was like, no way. I guarantee you I did not make that or buy that or anything of this such. It was a gift. <laughs> was it a gift from somebody at your church? Uh, can, I, can I or can I not rip on it? Uh, would somebody get offended that would listen to this? Ooh, I do not know if said some someone has... The person who gave me that is aware of this podcast, and so okay, they potentially it would be safe could, not to mention it. Yeah, they potentially could listen to that. Okay, I won't mention it. Yeah. What were we talking about? I don't even know. I just looked down. I was like, oh, my. Uh, All right. So eventually we'll get into talking about how the gospel should affect uh, our response to 2020. But before we do, I I can't help but bringing up this story that I saw. Uh, This particular uh, story is on the Daily News. I'm just going to read you the headline. Okay. All right. Florida politician. We're off to a good start here. Okay. Florida politician apologizes for falsely claiming hot air from hair dryer can kill coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right, so here's what he said. Quote, so you hold a blow dryer in front of your face and you inhale with your nose. It kills all the viruses in your nose. Oh, my gosh. This uh, <laughs> That's almost as good as the advice from that pretty uh, important person that said to drink bleach um, to heal yourself from coronavirus. Dude, if you did both of those at the same time, <laughs> you, you probably would never get another sickness the rest of your life. Blow dry your mouth and chase it with a Tide Pod. I mean, you could heat up that bleach till it was boiling. Oh, my God. I, I'll, uh, I'll go so far. I'll go so far as to say, I guarantee you'll never have to deal with being sick again. You won't. You'll be six feet under and right. becoming good fertilizer. That's right. Uh, the virus will not have gotten you, but your poor response to said virus will have negative impact. Just for clarity, don't drink Lysol. Do not or bleach. That or, should go without saying. Fluent Grace, we believe that you guys are smarter than all that. Yep. However, you never know. There's folks out there that do some strange stuff, i.e. Florida politician here. You should uh, submit to governmental authorities until they say something stupid. 
And then you don't submit anymore. That's right. Do not believe Florida politicians <clears throat> who say that a hair dryer up the nose can kill the virus. True. Because whether it can or cannot, I have no idea if it can or not. I'm going to go with it probably can't. But regardless, that's not going to turn out well. I saw in somebody's, in, way. in somebody's Facebook, they were like, why drink Lysol when you could do Fabuloso in so many flavors? <laughs> Oh, you know the fabuloso hey. like comes in strawberry grape scents. Hey, back to that purple drink. You got that purple. You got that purple. <laughs> That's straight up like Fanta without the carbonation. In West right? Circle, we drink fabuloso. <laughs> Disclaimer: They do not really. <laughs> True story. <laughs> that does not happen. That we know of. That well, I know of. Not in Tyler's area of West Circle. This is true. How has your area of West Circle been over the past few weeks? Uh, we've actually had three shootings in oh the past boy. two weeks. Oh, boy. Three shootings. That's um, not good. I don't think they've hit anybody, but they ha- nonetheless have been shootings over there. Distance, uh, approximate distance from your front door. Maybe half a football field or a football field. That's a whole lot closer than I thought you were going to say. Yeah. I thought you were going to say I mean, it's like, not that far. You could be at the back of West Circle from my front door of the football field link. That's true. So We've had shootings out at our place, too, but it's just, you know, rednecks <laughs> shooting testing possums. their, yeah, t- shooting at possums, testing out their, you know, hunting rifles and that kind of thing. Yeah, it's gotten way more common here lately. I don't know. I guess everybody got their stimulus checks and they want to go shoot off fireworks or something. <sighs> but the city fireworks. That or folks think that their stimulus check wasn't enough, and so they take it out on, mm, true. You know, True. Some poor, unsuspecting wall that they hit with, you know. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty poor. It is bad. Pretty bad. What what has been the highlight of the past month for y'all? Oh, the highlight. Yeah. Hmm. Do you have? Can you can you even give a highlight over the past month? I guess my highlight would be like, are we talking like what we've enjoyed, like what we've learned, or like no, no, an no, event? No. no, just something that you have gotten to do or participate in or enjoy. Uh, I guess mine would be twofold. M- mine would be the mass amount of time that I've uh, been spending at home more than with uh, Piper and Heather. That's been cool because I wouldn't normally do that. That sounds terrible. I would do that, but like just ministry and life, you're just busy yeah, you having couldn't. people over and yeah. going places. Yeah. So uh, that's been awesome. And then uh, our drive-in worship services have been really cool. So we're doing another oh, one yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, has so, that been a weekly thing? No, uh-uh. this is we're only this is our second one. So okay. we did so it Good Friday. Did, and, yeah. Did yeah. that go well? <laughs> it did, dude. Yeah. We had a good turnout. I'm anxious to see what we what happens yeah. tomorrow. It has been fascinating seeing the different churches' response to this, like how how the church has been the church in the season. Oh yeah, Did I'll yeah. tell you a cool thing. One of our covenant partners started, um, and it's really taken off. Camp uh, Youth for Christ. I saw on their Facebook they actually uh, screenshotted the the schedule that we're doing, and they're doing it with their people as well. Oh nice. But um, he had the idea of let's as a church go visit a res- different restaurant every Friday. And just overload their restaurant and to love on them in this season, and it's to show them how Jesus sustains us, we're gonna we're gonna help sustain them in this season. So I'm like, that's pretty flipping cool. I'll be honest that that has been the coolest thing that I think I've seen yeah. on it, social media from a church. It was across awesome. the board. It's been awesome, yeah. man. We literally we overloaded pastors last week. It was unreal. Like <laughs> the guy the guy whose idea it was. 
he is, <laughs> and it couldn't have happened to a better person because like he it's just such a positive idea. He took him three hours to get his food, but like he turned it into an opportunity because like he was helping serve people their food at the oh, restaurant. Yeah. He was just working for free. Yeah. So. So is that just one single day? Everybody in the church, whoever can in the church. Yep. So food from that particular restaurant. Yes. So what we learned our lesson last week, we kind of, uh, we overloaded pastors because we only did it Friday for dinner. And so this week was Mr. Bill. So we moved it to Thursday and Friday lunch and dinner. So it spread it out the business um, a little bit. So like today, me and Heather did lunch at Mr. Bill's and I pulled up and there was another one of our covenant partners there. And then she was like, no, are you, uh, Gilliam, which is another Safe Haven family that pulled up. So it was just cool. She's like, thank y'all so much. It's been a huge blessing. So that's been awesome to just see. That is cool. Yeah. Because there's, I don't think I realized how many local restaurants there were. Oh, yeah, dude. There's a lot. I'm not all hip up into the local restaurant game, but I'm now learning, hey, there's a lot of just straight up local places. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's not unique to us. That's all over the place. Wherever you're at listening to this, you've got local places that, man, they need your support. You know, one of the places here... Uh, that we used to go all the time, Baumhauer's. Uh, I mean, it's it started here in Tuscaloosa, or maybe it's Birmingham. I don't know. Tuscaloosa or Birmingham, one of the two. And uh, one of the more popular restaurants in town. And so you would think that, no, nah, they're not going to struggle at all. You know, they, they're loaded. They're fine. But they were saying that, uh, like, they had to start selling groceries out of their restaurant. Wow. In order to keep paying people. Are they still going or? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and apparently this grocery thing is kind of taken off. So they're selling groceries out of their restaurant as well as selling the food, you know, that they regularly have on the that's menu. That's awesome. Yeah. And somebody said Waffle House is doing the same thing. Like I did I did sell, hear about Waffle House. Did you? Yeah, I did hear about that. <laughs> Waffle House is selling their uh, batter. <laughs> batter, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I just think it's cool, man, like the church being the church. And then, like, just the thought that gospel mission doesn't stop when a quarantine happens. Like, we don't just hey we're we're on quarantine from loving our neighbor for the next unforeseeable yeah. future. That's not that's not what Jesus meant, you know. Like so, it's been cool seeing that play yeah. out. Which leads into you know kind of want to want to talk about uh, today. And you know we were joking earlier about how uh, this season, this whole year uh, has been rather depressing. You know, if you remember past few episodes, we've been actually talking about depression and, you know, talking through that, how the gospel should impact uh, depression. We're not specific, specifically going to talk uh, to depression today. Uh, I do think we need to get back into it here in the coming weeks just because there's more to talk about. But this season definitely puts a uh, some very unique circumstances around that whole conversation. So now folks that wouldn't typically be able to identify with someone who felt depressed or is going through a season of depression. Hey, now we've all felt it. Mm-hmm. We've all been there. Uh, obviously, differing levels, right? Some folks may not have felt it as much as others. You know, for me personally, we're, what, six weeks into this thing? Mm-hmm. I'm just now getting to the point where I'm just really over it and ready for it to be over. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there have been pieces of it that I've just really enjoyed. And, you know, to your point, being able to hang out at the house and, uh, not leave for three or four days. That was kind of nice, mm-hmm. especially having a new baby in the house. Uh, that's a, uh, in that sense, um, there are some elements of that that provided some good timing for us because mm-hmm. we were able to get away from stuff with a new baby. That all being said, I'm over it. I'm ready for it to be done. I want to go eat a cheeseburger at Crystal's and, yep. you know, 
two days in, I was over it. But I'm <laughs> extroverted too, so there's that. Yeah, so then you've got folks like Tyler the extrovert over here. Man, I I can imagine six weeks of this mm-hmm. is, you know, you're ramping up on the Hey, I'm getting depressed. Scale. Yeah, it's been it's been pretty ter- that the the quarantine aspect is terrible. Like <clears throat> I couldn't imagine. Like I can't fathom my uh, single brothers and sisters during the season. Like who don't have a spouse or you know a romantic partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever to go to go hang out with. You know, like I can't. Yeah. Good grief, dude. Liter- literally by yourself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I commend you. Yeah. But this is also a uh a news flash for if you do if you are or know single people, check in on them. I know this is for students, but I think there's probably more people out there that are not students that listen to this. So, if you have single friends, call them and check on them. Love on them. Let them know you're there. And not to forget our student population. You know, you guys are all over the place as well in how you're responding to this. Because, you know, some of you that are kind of on the lower end of the age range, you know, this may not change a ton for you, right? You're not going to school as much. You may have to do it at home. That's probably a big pain. You probably have to spend more time with your parents and your siblings. You're probably getting frustrated with that. Like, we get it. We understand. But in the big grand scheme of things, that's not changing a whole lot for you. You you homeschoolers were made for this. That's right. This is your time to shine. (laughs) That's right. Homeschoolers... Literally nothing has changed. Have you ever seen Batman? The you seen the new Batman movies? The new Batman movies, like with Bane. Have you seen that one? No. The last oh. I've not seen mm. post Christian Bale Batman movies. Uh, well, it's this is the Christian Bale Batman movie. Is it? It's the last one, the very last one they made. Okay, yeah, yeah. I saw Where that the one. Mo- like the big, the big, the dude with the mask. Yeah, he looks like he. Ha- that's the ultimate. F- just throwing this out there. That's the ultimate coronavirus mask. Like, <laughs> if you think about it. But it's anyways, true. It's, true. <laughs> it's like I was literally thinking about homeschoolers and like a quote that that villain says. He's like talking about the darkness. He was like, I was formed by it. <laughs> you know, I was like, the homeschoolers are like, this is my time. I was formed by this. <laughs> That's right. You're and, just being introduced to it. Yeah. 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 And even homeschoolers like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Don't get uh, me started. Yeah, I'm trying not to get Tyler started on this. We're we're close. Tyler's close. You know, but even homeschoolers, like this is affecting you guys, right? So we're we're not going to sit here and say, you know, this changes your life zero, not at all. I know a lot of homeschoolers that this is messing with a lot of things and a lot of plans and um, you know, some of our older students, seniors especially, you know, it's affecting you guys. And you know, it would be easy to say, well, just deal with it. There's nothing you can do about it. Get over it. Well, that's not helpful. No. And, you know, we recognize that <clears throat> this is a tough season for you guys as well. So in, in all that, recognizing all those things brings us back to the question, how should the gospel impact our response to this? Because that, you know, if, if our podcast here is about speaking the gospel into everyday stuff, well, hey, this is every day. It's true. Literally every day for the past six weeks, this is all we've heard, all we've known. And, you know, it'll probably continue for at least a few more weeks. We don't know exactly how long it'll last. You know, some of the things are easing up a little bit. Some, all right, rabbit trail. Apparently, the non-essential business is open today. <laughs> True story. Hobby Lobby looks like uh, <laughs> looks like they're giving out free donuts there, man. Wait, wait. I am curious, what defines an essential, essential business? 
I don't know, dude. It's so crazy. Like the beauty shops were open. Like I can go to the hospital now because they've they've uh, released the ban on. From what I understand, you can have uh, what's it elective surgeries now. Yep. So I can go get a I can go get a nose job done, but I can't get a haircut. Exactly. Tell me how backwards that is. Exactly. Like I need a haircut. Like the entire world, if you're not cutting your own hair. You're starting to look like Tom Hanks on Castaway. True story. Uh, I'm getting there, so so we can't do that. But yeah, I can go get a nose job. Yeah, or, or I can go get hair extensions at you know the local beauty saves R us or whatever it's called. Yep, it's crazy, man. It blows my mind. Anyway, coronavirus is real selective. It it doesn't like Hobby Lobby and Walmart and Target and the grocery stores. It only likes barber shops and nail salons so. and tattoo parlors. I guess so. So you gotta watch that sneaky little coronavirus. Had to jump on that needle and then go right into your skin with that ink. No plasma donations and nope. you know, can't give blood. Oh wait, you can give blood. So backwards is backwards. Yeah. I did see this. Uh somebody put, Hey, we really appreciate the fact that you non essential workers are gonna be able to, you know, uh get back into your jobs May first. Just to let you know though, uh while y'all have been gone, we've had no backups on the interstate. <laughs> And everybody's been able to go 93 miles an hour, so don't mess that up for us. Nice. Yeah. So, I, you know, what am I saying? I, I am not in any way diminishing the uh, work of what has been deemed non-essential because I think that's a bunch of hooey. If you've got a job, for somebody somewhere, it's essential. It's true. I mean, it, yeah, it all comes down to that. If you have a job, it's essential to you. So... Um, I am not. If it's way. non-essential, then why do we even have it? <laughs> that's what. That's I, right. Like, what's the? That's right. Yeah. Hey, it's, you're not a really essential, so really, your your whole existence isn't really worth it. So, yeah. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Yeah. This podcast is non-essential. Oh, true. Some folks would say anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I got to say to them? Beep. <laughs> Poop emoji, folks. Uh. What are we talking about, Tim? <laughs> Dude, we have rabbit trailed so much already. Uh, gospel, how the gospel affects it. So, you know, just a few thoughts that I've had uh, over the course of this season, past six weeks. And and we've mentioned this a couple times. I think we mentioned this a few weeks ago when we just did our little virtual attempt at a Skype call podcast <laughs> and ripped on Pope and whatever else we did. Hmm. Uh, but just the fact that this is a forced a forced slowdown for everybody. True. And and you've made the point, this is a, a season where the Lord has taken away everything that we have deemed essential. You know, we're using that word again. Uh, we have deemed these things essential, and so he's saying, no, they're not. No. No, they're not. Uh, that trip that you were really wanting to take this summer that, like, your entire world revolved around, you'll live without it. doesn't matter. Now, we know that you're going to have to, uh, it's going to hurt, and it's going to, you know, depending on what that trip was, uh, it'll take you a while to get over it, and maybe you will or will not be able to go on that trip again. But yep. recognizing that uh, your entire world is not dependent upon you getting to take that trip. I had a bunch of trips canceled. Mm-hmm. We had a mission trip to Guatemala canceled. Oh, oh man. bummer, man! Dang, you can't yeah. go suffer for the Lord in the in the jungles and on the beaches. No. Does Guatemala have a beach? I don't even know where that is. I have no idea. We weren't going to be in the beaches though. We we're going to be like back in the gorilla controlled country. Oh, like tent camping. Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> so, 
It's but not yeah, like so, the foreign mission trips that I've been on, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, what, what was it? Uh, margarita missions? Yeah, no margarita mission trips. <laughs> no, no, that's not what this was going to be. So anyway, I, I had my fair share of trips canceled. We had a trip uh, up north. I uh, had a week-long camp that we were going to that got canceled. Uh, trip to the beach got postponed. Oh, your Michigan trip got canceled? Yep, Michigan oh, trip got canceled. So I'm right there with you, right? Had stuff canceled. None of that stuff was essential because yep. it's not happening, and I'm going to survive. <laughs> you know what's funny? I've been, <laughs> I don't know if this is the best book to be studying during quarantine, but uh, I've been diving into Ecclesiastes. <laughs> And it's just kind of hysterical because I'm sitting there with the author of Ecclesiastes like, yep, yep. If you ever want to get depressed, go read Ecclesiastes. Um, It's just like vanity of vanities. All is vanity. And it's just like, oh, pro baseball, vanity of vanities. Your trip that you really wanted to go on is really vanity. You know, there's nothing new under the sun. That's what he goes back to. But like, it's just, that's been pretty, uh, it's been funny to do that, but it's also cool. I'm going to get off. I'm not going to go on that. Go read Ecclesiastes and look for the gospel in Ecclesiastes because it is there. It's like one of those unique books that's not explicit, like explicit, uh, what's the best word? Like gospel content. Like he's not just going to jump out and hit you in the face like a Pauline epistle, but it's good, man. I would encourage you to check that out. It's where was I book. going with that? It's a good book. I don't know where I was going with that. Um, the gospel in this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or what I thought about this, right? If you were to trace this whole thing back to the very beginning, it started with one person somewhere. That's what they tell us anyway. I don't know. I'm going to assume that somebody smarter than me has figured this out and actually know what they're talking about. So let's just assume that all the way back in the very beginning of this whole virus, it started with one person, Okay. You know what could also start with one person? <laughs> What's that? I can name a few things. <laughs> the gospel message being sent out to people. Oh, true. And start with one person. And we have seen what one person can do in terms of the global nature of this pandemic. So why in the world could one person not make a global difference in terms of telling folks about Jesus? Oh, that's just true. And honestly, the root of coronavirus started with our first parents. I mean, it's a result, like virus and sickness and death are a result of sin. So like for the believer, a pandemic's not really a shocker, you know, like this is life. People, you get sick, you die. I mean, this terrible, like just throw it out there. But I mean, that's what sin is. Sin is leads to death. And so there's been, that's been, you know, for me in this season, seeing the gospel in it is to know that, First of all, it's not a shock. Like, this isn't a, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? Like, I mean, it is that in a sense, but it's also, like, it's expected. Um, But the good news is, I mean, the good news of the gospel is that Jesus is still on his throne. Like, he's not taking a nap up there, (laughs) you know, just chilling. Like, he's he's the sovereign king of everything, even disease. And so that's, that's comforting for the believer in times of craziness like this. Yep. Yeah, and just like, uh, you know, we were talking a few weeks ago about depression and how that uh, an individual's depression is not a direct result of, not always a direct result of their individual sin, but it is always a direct result of original sin. Uh, Same thing with sickness. You know, 
a person does not always get sick because they did something wrong. Right. You know, Jesus talks about this. Yep. The dude that, uh, was it the paralytic or the yeah, blind was, man or something? Like, his disciples were like, oh, oh no, he's blind. He's yeah, like, oh, it guy. must be blind because because uh, of his parents' sin or something he did. He's like, or he could just be blind. Right. <laughs> you know? Yep. Yep. So folks that get this virus, it's not necessarily because they did anything wrong. They just got sick. They, they just went the to virus. Hobby Lobby. <laughs> That's right. They went back to Hobby Lobby when it opened up, and boom, the virus was there waiting on them. Uh, it just happens. Welcome to life. Welcome to living in a fallen world. That Vanity is, of vanities. There you go. Solomon said it best. Um, you know, what about, uh, I see this whole season kind of as being a picture of that sin. You know, the... Um, we hear that uh, everybody who has the virus doesn't necessarily show symptoms, right? Mm. So in theory, though you are not showing any symptoms, you could have the virus right now. Or you could have the virus. Get that out of here. Don't put that on me, Tim. <laughs> you don't have a newborn right now. I can't be having that virus. <laughs> right? Either one of us could be having the virus right now, and we're not showing symptoms of it. Uh, same, same thing with sin. Right, all of us have sin. Some of us just hide it better than others. Mm, that's true. That's good. But the fact of the matter is, we all have it. Yep. And so every single person you look at, they're struggling with sin, um, on varying levels. Yeah. We're all struggling with this pandemic on varying levels. Some folks have the virus; it's affecting them physically. Others have lost jobs; it's affecting them financially. Others, it really doesn't change a whole lot, and they're just stuck at home a little more. Yeah. But it's all affecting us. And for me, it's been a big, uh, it's been a big spotlight on what like I, I idolize, even, even good things like life in general, like the whole gospel, the 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 climax of the gospel message is this world is not your home. Like this is, this is not our in. I mean, for some, it is. Well, no, either either way, it's not. It's not your home. Right. You know, you're you're either. either some going, try to make it their home. Yeah, you're either yeah. going to separation or you're going to sonship, and so, you know, for me, like I, I idolize my life here on earth, and and not that's not. And I don't want you to like be super. I don't want you to hear this and start being super introspective and it's like, oh, if I'm enjoying life, I must be idolizing it. That's not what I'm saying. So don't don't go there. But like what I'm talking about is fearing death. Hmm. And and there is I mean, there is a, a fear of death. Like you just don't know. And that, that's that is to be human, is to is to kind of fear the unknown. But but the good thing the good news for the believer is that you have hope. Even if you do get coronavirus and croak, you know, like that's it's terrible. But like this isn't our home, man. Without the, without death, and here's the beauty of death. I don't want to—I know that sounds weird and that sounds wrong, but the beauty of death is without it, we would never go to live eternally with Christ. True. I mean, that's the only way that any of us uh, depart this broken world and this broken situation that we're in and live in perfect unity with Jesus. So, yes, is it a horrible thing? Is it completely broken? Yes, is it what God originally intended for his creation? No, not at all. Um, but when the fall happened and sin came in the world, well, here comes death and sickness and all these things. 
yes, it's bad, but at the same time, it is also, as you say about so many things, it is a grace because it allows us to enter into an eternal relationship with Jesus. Yep. And you can go read Revelation 21 and read about all the beautiful things that is um, that is the next, if you are a believer, what is to come. Um, and so you're not going to find any coronavirus or any sickness or death in that passage. And it's just super encouraging. Yep. So, but anyways, that's been and, my thoughts. And, you know, it's funny how each of these is kind of leading to another thought that I've had. Um, you know, at some point, this quarantine is going to be over, right? Whether that's two weeks from now, whether that's four weeks from now, right? And you see these things all over social media, uh, you know, clips from movies about how I will respond when the quarantine's up, you know? Uh, yeah. Churches, when quarantine is finally let off and we're able to come back and meet together and you got... You know, everybody just going crazy, excited, and, you know, jumping around, yelling, shouting, hugging, doing all kinds of stuff, right? So so at some point, the quarantine is going to be lifted, and we'll be back to a relative sense of normalcy post-coronavirus season. Uh, well, the reality is, until eternity with Christ in heaven, we're all in quarantine. That's true. So just like we've been stuck in our own homes for these past six weeks, uh, one way to look at your life on earth is we are stuck here on this planet absent of the physical presence of Jesus, and one day that will be no more. Because one day that quarantine is going to be lifted, and we're all going to be chilling with Christ. Mm Mm-hmm. So think about how excited you're going to be when your church gets back together and you're going to be able to see your best friend and give him a hug. Well, now let's like blow that up, you know, 10 billion to the 100 millionth power or whatever. And that's the excitement level when we're all hanging out in heaven with Jesus. Mm-hmm. What a day. What's the hymn? What a day of rejoicing. That's right. That's right. So I've just recently had to, you know, uh, communicate with Jace, who's my four-year-old, um, we had a, a family member, pretty close family member, who's passed away recently. Uh, so I had to communicate to him that and, and let him know about it. And and obviously he had questions. And so we were talking about heaven, talking about uh, death, talking about the gospel, talking about sin, talking about all these things. And it was kind of funny because uh, in telling him about heaven, you know, when you have a four-year-old, five-year-old, sorry, five-year-old. I think I said four earlier. God, I'm such a bad dad. <laughs> Um, five-year-old, right? You know, the five-year-old, they don't fully understand some of these things. So, you know, trying to tell them about heaven and stuff. So I did this. Whether this is right or wrong, I don't know. I'm going to just trust it. Just going to roll with it. I'm just going to roll with it. Yeah. I was like, Jace, you know, what's one of the cool things about heaven. They got money streets. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, oh! It's like Lord, pray you, that Jace does not become the next TV preacher. That's my right. My dad once told me about the money streets. <laughs> yep. And uh, hey, he understood that though. <laughs> he understood it. He wasn't able to, you know, totally get all the, you know, big theology. But hey, he understands money and he understands streets. So. He doesn't understand justification, but he understands money roads. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Hey, we're getting there on the justification yeah, right. part. We're getting there. Uh, Y'all do the, the Jesus Storybook Bible? This is a side note. Yeah. yeah. That stuff's solid. Yep. We, that was the first one that we used, and then we used a couple of different things. 
and now uh, we're actually using a it's almost like a comic book type deal that I had when I was a kid. Oh, it's pretty cool. cool. I, I think it's called like the Adventure Bible Handbook. Oh. It's not nearly as solid. Yeah. Uh, I Jesus Storybook Bible. I mean, that's basically the Bible for kids. Right. Yep. Uh, this is just a storybook Bible, so it's not. Uh, yeah, I got you. It's not scripture, as it were. It's just stories. It's like, but anyway, yep. yeah. That's cool. So anyway, all that to say, one day we will be out of this quarantine mess. But also one day we will be out of our earthly quarantine and we'll be kicking it on the money streets of gold with Jesus, folks. Yep. <laughs> my my reform side cringes. <laughs> but part of, part of me just likes seeing Tyler cringe because uh, I I wish you could enjoy watching it with me. Oh man. Anyways, yes, we'll hang with Jesus. Maybe on money streets. <laughs> Maybe on dirt roads. It doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, so how are we going to wrap this up, Tim? You have any thoughts on the gospel and corona? God is sovereign. He's good. He's still king. That's right. So whether you're Rest six easy. feet under or walking upright, sin is bad. Jesus is good. Look to him, and you'll live with him one day. Yep. Yep. That's the five-year-old version. Yep. Hey, that's all you need. <laughs> Take that back. You should always go. You should grow and be deeper. But that's, that's right. all you need to that's right. understand. That'll, that'll start things off for yep. you. Yeah. All right. Uh, give us a world record, Tyler. Uh, okay. Um, back in 1959, a guy named Gustav Hermiston climbed a ladder. You want to guess how many stories he climbed it? This was a freestanding ladder. It wasn't leaning against um, any type of a building. Stories, not feet. Yeah, how many stories? Uh, four. Thirty-nine stories. Thirty-nine stories. So, that's it. That's my world record. How would you feel if you're old Gustav and that's what your name was in the record book for? Well, kids, when I was younger, I climbed that stepladder. That's true. Thirty-nine stories up. So, is the world record him climbing the stepladder or the maker of the stepladder for making it that large? I don't even know, Tim. I can't remember what I saw. Colin, we need you, bro. (laughs) Baby, come back. (laughs) Oh, that's it, folks. We are done. We're getting out of here. Uh, It's been fun. It's been real. Uh, It's nice to sit in the same room with another human being, though I think we're close to six feet apart. It has been real. Maybe not all aspects. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Stories. Right. Some of it has been, you know, far-fetched. and (laughs) That's for you to figure out and... For us to know so that's right anyway uh in all seriousness though the gospel should affect our response to this season so obviously this is not a season we would wish for anybody to be in we're ready to be out of it ourselves and we know you are too but the gospel does impact it or it should impact it and so as we look to christ in this season it will allow us to get to the other side of this learn some stuff that way in you know 10 20 years from now we can look back and we could see ourselves um Uh, being continually formed to be more like Christ and have a uh, gospel-centered view of the season we're in. So hopefully that's the case for you guys. Uh, We are far from perfect at it, uh, but we are hoping to continue growing in that as well. So if you have any questions, feel free, hit us up. 
social medias, they are actually still around. Facebook, Instagram, at Fluent Grace Podcast. Uh, email address is still active. It has not been quarantined or shut down, but it is fluentgracepodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on any of those avenues, and we will uh, get back with you if need be. Love to answer any of your questions. And we'll do this again, provided Colin returns from his hospital, whatever it is he's doing. Colin, it's time to leave Crystals and come back to uh, the podcast. Who knows? At the rate we're going, the next time we record a podcast, you may have another kid. This is true. This is true. We're getting close. How far are we away? Uh, July the 8th. So that's two months. Two months. Two months away. All right. So see y'all in two months. Gooses. <laughs>